You get really used to consistency. You get really used to that illusion of security, financial security. But on the other hand, COVID and that whole thing showed you that no matter where you're at, no matter who you work for, that security is kind of an illusion. Hello and welcome to the Modern Creativity Podcast and my first English episode ever. Today I'm going to talk with Paige Rowley, an entrepreneur and holistic business coach about her personal transformation and how it led her to start her own business during the pandemic. If this is your first time on the podcast, nice to meet you. My name is Kathy, and if you're a returning listener, good to have you back. Modern Creativity Podcast talks about ways and forms of creative expression. We demystify the word creativity and give you tangible examples of what it can look like. My goal here is to inspire you to access and embody your form of creativity, because I believe that everyone is creative and that you have the power to change the world for the better through your creativity. Subscribe and follow Modern Creativity Podcast now, share it with your friends and help to inspire others. You can find the link to our Instagram or the Modern Creativity newsletter in the show notes. So, I hope this episode will encourage you to make brave decisions and follow your heart. Enjoy. <laughs> Action. Hi, Paige. Welcome Hello. to the Modern Creativity Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super happy to be here. My pleasure. I'm going to start with the first question that I'm asking all my guests. Okay. So, what does creativity mean to you? Mm, I liked really thinking on this question. Um, and I feel like I could go in a lot of different directions, but really... I think at the core of it, for me, it's about being able to tap into your imagination um, to create new things or to come up with new ideas or solutions. Um, you know, when it comes to creating, creating things from the heart without being bogged down too much by logic or rationale or limiting thoughts, doubt things like this, just allowing yourself to like be a little bit more free in your expression. Yeah. So also really like connecting with your inner self and creating from the inside out. Yeah, exactly. Which is not, I mean, it sounds great and it sounds like it should be easy, but I, from what I've experienced and from people I work with, it can be quite difficult to cancel out these other voices that come in and try to dictate our direction or, you know, what we're creating. And this turns down the volume on the heart doing it. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. constant work. Yeah. <laughs> Even for, I, like, for me also, <laughs> like you can get lost so fast. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially when you're doing something new. Yes. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think if we could all do that a little bit more, we would all be super creative. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, 
Thank you so much for uh, sharing. Um, I think it would be also be great to just have a, like a quick introduction for my listeners who might don't know you yet, but maybe you could just tell a little bit about yourself first. Yeah, so I'm Paige. Um, I am a holistic business mentor. Um, I am an entrepreneur, so I've started different businesses. I've been an entrepreneur. I think I've had that spirit my whole life. Um, my career path is very non-linear and I think that's important to note that it looks like, like a scribble on a piece of paper <laughs> with like many different circles. Um, and throughout that journey, I've tried all kinds of things. I've been in consulting, I've been, I'm, I'm in coaching, um, I've launched businesses, I've tried to tap into my own creativity um, I'm really passionate about, you know, having passion projects, building community, learning new things. And I kind of buttoned all of that up into the work that I do now, which is to help other people access that for themselves and access their own creativity or their own, you know, sort of purpose or calling or the work that they really want to do. So I'm here to be in their corner and be their buddy throughout that, you know, process, which can be very difficult. It's like a personal development journey, just as much as like a business building journey, I would say. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I also did my fair bit of research before this interview and I read that you're the holistic business mentor. Mm -hmm. And I think you already explained um, the business mentor side, but I would also be super interested to know more about the holistic side. What does mm -hmm. holistic mean to you? Yeah. So it can take many different meanings. And I think since I started really diving into that work, it has taken on different meanings. So when I first created my brand, Your Light Space. So I, I took the work that I had been doing for the past 10 years and decided to brand it and like support a specific community with it. It was this community of holistic practitioners. So people who were doing work that would be considered holistic, wellness, well-being, personal, spiritual development. So it, that was kind of the first meaning of it. And then as I leaned into working with people in that way, I realized that it's not just about strategy. It's not just about the tactical stuff. It's also about mindset. It's also about how you feel in your body. You know, it's also about your relationship to self. So the work became holistic in that sense as well. Right. And so now I just, I think it, it means all of it. So it's for this community and we use different tools that are not just you know, strategic, but also helping us to tap into our hearts, essentially. Mm, yeah. So nice. Sounds very good. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the current theme of the podcast or the current series we're talking about is a transformation series. Mm -hmm. And so today I will be super interested to also get to to know more about your personal transformation and then I mean as you said you're basically a catalyst for transformation working as a holistic business coach so what led you to becoming a business mentor and coach was that always something you like had in mind or did it just like happen mm -hmm. it, kind, it kind of just happened like 
it's something that I was always doing. So I was in consulting for a really long time. I was freelancing and doing a lot of marketing stuff. So always helping people build their business or start their business. Um, and, and it was really a shift from going, you know, in a consult on consultative role to more of a mentor role, more of a coach role, acquiring a coaching toolkit. And that's when I really decided and like made this, you know, intentional decision and move to become a business coach and to become a business mentor. So it all kind of happened really fast. It was when COVID came. I had been building my business for at that point, probably seven years. And I was also um, leading the marketing and sales team at Beta House in Berlin. And yeah, COVID came and like made me re rethink my whole plan in life. You know, I, I really saw myself growing in that career and like growing in that path. And like we were talking about, you know, becoming chief operations officer, things like this. So I was like really gung ho about that. And then COVID came, everything got quiet and it just made me like really, really rethink like, what am I doing with my time? Like, what am I doing? Where, who am I supporting? Where, what is the ripple effect that I'm creating or not creating? And it was that moment that was a bit of a challenging, unexpected moment. Um, and then from there, coming out on the other side of that, I decided to just go all in with this work. And I actually ended up leaving that job. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. So very brave uh, decision. <laughs> but as I understood, you always like, or you had like your little side hustle before. Yeah. And you had like your fixed job. I don't know. You, you said the bee house. Maybe you could also explain um, a bit what it is. Or Beta house. It was basically the first co-working space. They like, they basically invented co-working. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, an incredible community, incredible business, um, co-working was a huge part of my life when I became a freelancer. It's like, rather than being lonely at home, I discovered co-working spaces in my neighborhood. Um, and this changed everything for me. It accelerated my, my, you know, freelance co uh, consultant career. And then when I moved to Europe, which was like, just me packing my bags and going on a plane and leaving. And I didn't know anyone in Berlin. I never even had been to Berlin before I moved Another there. brave decision of yours. <laughs> the, the courage of a 25-year-old. That's what that was. <laughs> um, and I, the first thing I did was find co-working spaces because I knew that's where I'll meet people. That's where I can find like-minded people who are doing things, you know, maybe not the same as what you're doing, but the something about the mindset is similar. Um, and so I discovered Beta House and I knew about them when I was, you know, not living in Europe yet because they're like famous in the co-working field. Um, and one thing led to another and I ended up getting in there and, you know, answering an eight hour per week freelance role and then taking over the head of role and building from there for almost four years. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think... Um... It's so interesting to watch like how like the ripple effect of like certain decision that led you to become the head of um, sales and marketing, as you said, and then with COVID that led you to pursue your yeah. personal career um, as an entrepreneur. And, you know, I think in that time, you know, this was like 
been pretty much three years ago because COVID, you know, really shut everything down in March of 2020, March, April. Um, and I think it, it was just like one of these moments of like what's happening in the world, you know, and then you go from all of this interaction and like normal life, everyday life, you know, that, you know, it's just ordinary and you can take it all for granted to being in lockdown and being lonely and being like alone with yourself and alone with your thoughts. And really, I just remember that feeling of really one week turned into two weeks and then it was like, oh shit, what what's happening? You know, and then questioning everything about life. And I think it was also wanting to support businesses who were supporting people. So like the kind of su mental support I was looking for in that moment, the kind of like emotional support I was looking for in that, in that the, for those months, I wanted to support those people to reach more people. So I think that was also a very strong part of that drive to switch switch lanes basically with business, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It was really like a black box we were like put into when uh, like the lockdown started. But like, weren't you scared of uh, quitting your job and also losing probably Kurzarbeit? Yeah, actually, um, it was really scary. It took a while to really, you know, make the decision to do it. I think I ended up handing in my resignation in like September. So I really sat with this for like six months and tested the waters with getting my business off of the ground, putting more energy into that. But for sure, there was like this fear of like, you get really used to consistency. You get really used to that illusion of security, financial security. But on the other hand, COVID and that whole thing showed you that no matter where you're at, no matter wh who you work for, that security is kind of an illusion. You know, there are certain systems in place and, you know, Germany is Germany. Like there's a system that's supporting you, but still it really made me remember like, oh, security. I don't know. I guess you got to create that yourself. You know, I could have a job or I could have a business and anything can happen in either one of those contexts. Um, but that was definitely a th something I sat with for a while and carefully considered. Yeah, because when I look back to the lockdown, lockdown and my feeling was like for me, like the world felt like it was on pause and I didn't know what to do with myself or like the world. <laughs> I, I just like had no plan and yeah. I really just like put my focus into work. I just like overworked myself and yeah, so it, I don't know. It like I think different people had like different coping mechanisms. Um, but I also can imagine that it still like needed um, first like the confidence that like everything is going to be okay, but also then like putting yourself out there with this message, um, like needed quite courage. Also, was this difficult for you, or like were you already used to? Um, being out there and, and putting yourself out there a as page but also then as a like a business coach honestly no not at all and this is one of my biggest I don't know like personal achievements maybe like I I, I was always private always a private person was never like 
ever given many thoughts to social media, right? I, I took like public speaking courses in college because, you know, and that was like the hardest thing I ever did was like reading an essay in front of a classroom of 20 people, you know, people like my peers, like I knew, you know, so this was hard. Um, the idea of creating a social media channel and knowing that, okay, people in this space, they're like finding success, doing the social media thing, going on stories. And when you're talking about coaching and mentoring, there is this element of like, they need to get to know you, you know, they need, you need to build the water. It's a person, it's not a product. It's not just like, you know, a brand, there's a face to the brand with the work that I do. And so I could see clearly that that was necessary, um, whether it's on social media or whether it's getting out in front of your community, you know, and like going to events. It's to me, it's kind of the same fear almost. It's, it like touches the same fear. Um, and it took me like six months to like show my face on stories. <laughs> um, I, and, and I think that's okay. I think it's okay to let it build and slowly put yourself out there, whether it's on social media or in person. Um, and then there just came a moment, I think it was like, honestly, there was a point when lockdown came again later that year. It was, in, it was, I remember it was on November 2nd, they announced that we're going into lockdown again. And I was waiting to take a yoga class and there was some drama that happened with the online yoga platform. Um, like, excluding all the Berlin studios and like my friends classes were getting excluded and it was like this big drama that all the yoga had to end and I was like oh my god this is it I must go online now and like help them I'm going and I like went on stories and I'm like guys like I'm here's what we're gonna do here are the steps here's how to set up your online yoga classes so it was also in this kind of like crisis moment of like oh my god the world needs yoga that I kind of Whoa. got over my fear and was like, just go, hit record, mm. do it. And then wow. it was like ripping the Band-Aid off. It was kind of, it was like, okay, whew, you know, and then trying mm. it again and trying it again and trying it again and then getting nice feedback from people and getting people engaging with you and getting people saying, oh my gosh, thanks for sharing that or saying that or whatever. And then you're like, oh. I'm not a clown. <laughs> Everyone doesn't think I'm a clown. Like this is actually okay. Mm, so I think it's, it's yeah. like building this baby muscle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. And I um, really like, like you're, you, you really had like the need or you really saw the need and then like the warrior <laughs> inside of you came and were like, ah, I need to like um, make a difference. So that's really cool. Yeah. For me, it's also, super or like in the beginning it was super difficult to go on stories or like even like show my face and talk to a camera or yeah. like even talk to a microphone alone yeah um but um so for going on stories I really needed to like demystify it and look at it as a job and like mm. like set myself okay I have a message I want to put the message out and it's really interesting that people really appreciate um seeing your face and not um seeing you in a I don't know on a uh image that um a staged image 
um, because I also think that people are really longing for authenticity and mm -hmm. for connection. And as we saw in the last 10 years that um, all those photoshopped images on Instagram, they don't really push authenticity yeah. or real connection. They just make yeah. us disconnected from everything, from ourselves and from others, because we feel like we need to look a certain way or yeah. be a certain way or whatever. So I'm also pro no filter and just like going out there and taking the step taking the leap and yeah um after a short break we're back again <laughs> <laughs> me ranting about instagram and um, the inauthenticity on instagram yes. but also pushing like really authenticity and just going on uh, Instagram, showing your face. If But if you have a clear message, I also think like there is really too much content out there. And so I'm a big fan of having like a clear message and getting that out and creating value through that message and not just rambling um, online and in the end, not creating really value. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because it kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning with your definition of creativity and like creating from the heart. And that's also a form of authenticity. And what I have noticed in working with like just dozens and dozens of people on this topic of like being more visible on Instagram usually, or even in their community, sharing their message, it's when you are authentic when you are the least staged or rehearsed but you, your message is clear like you know what you're you're, you're saying but like the actual delivery of the content is as authentic as it can be this is when you really start to see success this is when your audience will start to grow. This is when people will start to reach out to want to work with you because you're allowing that authentic connection to be made with the person on the other end, which is what they need to feel in order to feel comfortable and trust you and want to like know what the next steps look like with you, right? It's when we drop all of the extra stuff that you actually start to see the momentum pick up. And for some reason, this can be so hard right it's it can be really difficult um to just allow yourself to show up like that for whatever yeah, because reason. i mean you were told all of your life that it's not okay to be as you are that you like need yeah. to study more or look a certain way or you're not ready or you're you don't have yeah. the appropriate age or or whatever so we were also always held like in a <clears throat> stage of yeah fear or not good enough absolutely so allowing yourself to that it is okay it's it also yeah as you said it has really something to do with your inner connection and that security but you have to give it to yourself no one else will give you this security in yourself so it's mm -hmm. really a, a process that has to yeah that has to flow through you yeah. to get out yeah absolutely um I lost touch right now <laughs> with where we were <laughs> with our little, uh, um, I would say, uh, incident. <laughs> but uh, let me just quickly look at my questions. Um, yeah, so we were now talking a little bit about your transformation and how it led you to be where you are today. 
So fast forward to today, you're working as a business coach and really driving transformation. Uh, what is it? What is what is something you really want to push forward with your work? Mm. You know, the first thing that comes to mind and something that I've been actually sitting with, with for a long time is this coming back into our hearts. And, and that might look like in this the context of building a business. Um, it might just look like personal development or your spiritual development. Um, but with everything that has happened in the last few years, and I mean, let's be honest, like the whole history of humanity, <laughs> um, I feel like fear and guilt and shame it, are such loud forces and they drive a lot of what people do and the decisions that people make, you know, when it comes to what to do with your life or do I show up on Instagram or not? Or do I create this thing or not? Or like, how do I show up in my relationships or whatever it is? I feel like it's, these are such loud drivers. Um, and if we could tune into our own voice and our own heart and like tap back into that, tap back into our values, tap back into our true essence, um, we would make different choices. We would make different decisions. And if we did that, if that was like on a mass scale level of billions of people on the planet getting back in touch with their true nature um, and valuing that voice rather than believing that that voice is wrong, right? Then I think the world would be very different. And I think it still has potential to change um, just people getting back in touch with themselves, coming back online in their own hearts, basically. Um, so I think that's the thing that's driving me lately. And, um, you know, in the last couple of years, I've dove into coaching and like acquiring a coaching toolkit, which is exactly that. It's helping you come back to like your inner guidance system. And like the assumption is that you have all of your answers inside of you and that oh, you don't have to get that from the outside. You don't have to always get validation from the outside or, you know, you're not always wrong. Like, and so to help people tune back into that, whether it's in the context of build, of business, which is a huge part of building your business and having that confidence, um, or if it's just helping, you know, anyone live more in alignment with that. This is the, mm. I think this is what's next. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's its a challenge. We don't have to, Absolutely. like, if we cannot say it's really easy. Also, like, no distractions everywhere. Um, I mean, yeah, social media, love and hate at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, really has, like, the good sides, but really has also the bad, bad sides. Like, I have Absolutely. a half-sister that is 14 years now, and she, her screen time on Snapchat is around nine hours. <laughs> so, <Wow>. well... <laughs> <laughs> but like looking back to when I was her age I was also like constantly like chatting with my friends on like MSN mm -hmm. back in the days AOL messenger <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but also like I don't know where this is also heading like with all yeah. the social media platforms and it kind of scares me also a little bit um to be honest yeah. um 
but yeah I'm also very hopeful that like we can make a positive change also through mm-hmm. reconnecting and also sharing that and sharing the mm-hmm. authentic authenticity uh, with our community yeah. um, and I also think it's super interesting what you said about fear because also like when I look at fear or the emotion and I also talked about this with a recent podcast guest with Nicholas and he also said like that fear can also be like really a driver a driver for Mm. change or like fear motivates you to do better and so like yeah you can also learn a lot through fear but it's also like the balance that is exactly so so difficult exactly I think it's about the balance because it's not reasonable to think that we will eradicate fear from ourselves I just don't think that's a standard that we have to even try to live up to um I think it's just about being aware of which voice is in the driver's seat or in the passenger seat at that moment and just being aware of that there are these different players and it not it's not it's not just you like you can choose and you can manage the different voices and manage the different feelings it's it's okay mm. that they're there mm. right yeah. it's just what it what what are we giving most of the power to i mm. think that's more of the task is that balance mm. So is this also you teaching your coachings or maybe you work with your clients in coachings to when to tap back in certain emotions or when to tune yeah. down certain emotions? Yeah, I do. Um, often this is the first thing we dive into is like establishing these mindset foundations and getting in touch with what's going on in the background. Um, what's What is that voice? Like what's that intuitive voice sound like and feel like? What does that fear voice sound like and feel like? What does self-doubt sound like? What does it feel like? And and so on. And so that you can recognize when these things are coming up, when you're about to do something new or you're about to, and I call it the, the, the discomfort threshold. Let's say you're about to post on social media for the first time. You know, you're reaching this new threshold. And as we get to that limit, our mind chimes in and tells us, no, 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 no. Don't do that because of this. Don't do that because of that. Cause the mind wants to keep us safe. Exactly. It brings out all of these kind of mean thoughts, not to like be mean to yourself, but to protect you Mm -hmm. from putting yourself out there and feeling rejected after. So it's like, don't even do it. Don't even do it. This is what could happen. Come back here, come back in the safety zone you know, and this this I have found is a major dynamic that's at play when it comes to trying new things or doing something, you know, bold and big and different. And with building your business, that's the name of the game. Mm. And so the first piece of work that I do with clients is getting really clear on that scenario that's happening and that dynamic that's happening so that they can manage it and they learn to manage it. Mm, yeah so also uncovering like layers yeah that are taking over yeah absolutely um so I would be super interested to know how long does like this process take because I just know from myself that I like 
were times that I was pretty disconnected and I first like had to get off all the layers that were like yeah. put on me in uh, agencies and stuff Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from clients. <laughs> so like it took really like, I think the last time it was like three or four months, I just like had to like be still and go into stillness and reconnect mm. with nature, with myself. So I could even hear like my yeah. voice because yeah. I was like so blocked with everything from the outside that I mm -hmm. just like need to like zoom out basically yeah. to yeah find the voice on the inside. Yeah, I think it's really an ongoing process mm. in English. You know, in English, we have like millions of cheesy phrases, but one of them is new level, new devil. And this is what comes to my mind. It's like, you know, and it's also important to note that there is no time when it's all perfect, right? But the person just starting, maybe they're just starting a business or they're just starting this new thing for the first time, right? Stepping out in some way for the first time. There's a set of mindset challenges. There's going to be a set of doubts, of fears, or whatever that you you work through, and you build that muscle, right? And then you're going, you're going, you're going, and then you see the next like mountain on the horizon, this next sort of level or thing or or challenge or goal or whatever it is, right? And then that with that comes a new set of comparison, of judgment, of fears, of self-doubts that you then have to go into your toolbox, you know, then you know you've got your toolkit and you work through those again, right? And then it happens again and again and again. So I think you can get used to the fact that it's gonna happen and you can get comfortable with the fact that it is an ongoing process of personal development um, and not get caught up in the fact that, oh my God, Like, why, why do I not have this perfect mindset yet? It's like, cause yeah. it's not, it's not how it works. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. also like, I think you have to just know that like you're in a constant transformation. And I yes. think even when you don't feel like you're in a transformative state, because I don't know, you don't have any clients or yeah. life is just not really good, but it actually is also you're in a transformation that it will lead you to a new place. Yes. So this is also a reminder I like to give myself because sometimes you can like feel like, why am I doing this? Like on Monday, I had like this <laughs> thought, like, why did I get myself into this? I um, started um, my business this year or like still settling yeah. in. So it's just like a lot of new change. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? But then like taking a deep breath and reminding myself like this is part of the transformation and it, yeah. it is okay and you don't need to reach the top of the mountain like now. Yeah. So it's like a marathon and take it slow exactly. and steady. Exactly. And this is, you know, this is honestly one of the biggest challenges that I see with clients of our generations and younger or whatever it's this idea that is embedded in our heads from I don't know what maybe because we were we grew up when technology took off and everything started happening so fast and then you have social media highlight reel 
showing you that you should have it now. You should have it fast. You can do it tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. And so people think there's something wrong with their business, with themselves, with whatever, that it's not happening fast enough, you know? And it's just, this is the biggest lie and the biggest illusion. And then you, you, you tap out too early before you've given it a chance to go. So my biggest feedback for this is like, see the long-term vision. You know, if, if all of us look, we, we, we write out or like take a, take a pen and paper and draw out your career path or your life path. It's probably not a straight line with milestones. It's probably like a lot of scribbling and all of this. And so much has happened along the way. And the, the thing that you dealt with five years ago is instrumental into where you are right now, right? These things lead into one another. And so if we could just remember this bigger vision and have an eye on where you're headed, then it doesn't matter what happens this month. It doesn't matter what your revenue goal was this month or how many followers you gained this month or how many clients you signed. It, it doesn't matter, right? Because you're headed somewhere further. You're, the, the, the whole game is longer. And somehow it's this, it's this kind of detachment that also allows you to, yeah. Yeah, people like kind of forgot that quality takes time. Um, due to social media but also I mean like an example that comes into my mind is McDonald's I mean you can go to McDonald's and get food super fast but it's fast food there is no quality in it so like the same goes to business or building a brand like I mean yeah you can set up a brand in like two days but like how sustainable is it really mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and this The element of speed and fast, this is like, unfortunately, such a strong marketing tactic, you know, do this, get, sign 10 clients in the next five days, create 10K months in one month, you know, people really like your brain's just like, yes, I need that. I want that. And it's, you know, it, it sets a lot of us up for disappointment, I think. Yeah. And, and also like in the coaching realm, there is like um, a lot of like people who um, I uh, came across the word spiritual bypassing, I think it is. Yeah. Um, who, But also like um, giving you like this um, idea that you can like be X, Y, Z in like 10 days or, mm -hmm. or whatever, if you have like the right mindset. Mm -hmm. But it's just like not that simple. No. And it's no. like, like uh, I think it's so sad because it really also, um, it has a negative touch on, on what coaching actually is. Absolutely. And uh, I'm also currently doing a systemic coaching uh, school oh, nice. in Berlin. Yeah. Um, but I, actually, at first I was kind of hesitant because I was like, oh, I don't know, coaching mm, sounds super mm -hmm. shady until mm -hmm. I got the experience to have like a good coaching myself. And then mm -hmm. I like knew that there were also like professional coaches out there. Yeah. But like <laughs> this, like those marketing coaches on uh, YouTube who really like, um, I don't know, we're just, I don't want, I don't want to say that they're liars, but it's just like super flashy sales marketing. Mm -hmm. And it's super cheap also, like, yeah. and it just like made me kind of take a step back and look a bit hesitant on coaching. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like it's tugging at all the right heartstrings that people want. And that's the, you know, the problematic part about it is it's lifestyle marketing, using money as a way to market, using getting it fast as a way to market. Um, that it's so easy and there's just this secret that you just don't know yet, but I can teach you, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's really, it's not good. And unfortunately, it's the low-hanging fruit. People go straight into that and then you, you know, have to learn the hard way that mm, that's just not yes. really how it works. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah. if you could share another message here on the podcast as we are now slowly um going towards the end unfortunately what would it be hmm. a positive message <laughs> <laughs> honestly that hmm, if you have this if you have a vision which i think we can all tap into a vision i don't know Sometimes you can close your eyes and you know, you can see what you want. You can, maybe you feel it, maybe you hear it, maybe you see it, maybe it's a combination or maybe you just know it. Um, I think everyone is allowed to have that. And if we take the time to just tune in to what our vision is, what we want to do here, how we want to serve here, um, what we want to do with our lives, how we want to support humanity, what's our role, these kinds of questions, if you sit with those, And you start to get little answers or little hints from the universe that you can go after that. You can, and you should, if you want to, you know, that you don't have to listen to the voices that tell you that you can't, or it's just, a, you know, silly dreams or yeah, you're just some like entitled millennial. You can't actually do that. Like all of this stuff, like you don't have to listen, right. That you really can go after the things that you want to do no matter how big or small they are, they matter. Mm, yeah. And I think exactly, uh, no matter how big or small they are, like start with baby steps. Yeah. It's always the best idea to like Absolutely. for the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing everything here on the Thank podcast you. page. It was, it was so great nice. To chat. Yeah. yeah, it was so fun. <laughs> um, I hope that the little uh, technical incident wasn't too bad for our listeners. No problem. But, <laughs> but I mean, we're real. We're real here. <laughs> That's authentic. Yeah. So uh, have a great day and I hope to see you soon in Berlin, maybe. Yeah, definitely. I'll let you know when I'm there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoy my conversation with Paige and you feel inspired to go after what you want. Thank you for subscribing to the Modern Creativity Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast or YouTube. Rating and liking and I really hope to see you soon. I will link all channels below in the show notes and I look forward to see you in the next episode in two weeks. <laughs>